I am your host, Zach Ferrer, and we're going to treat this first episode as such, the syllabus. We're going to get right into it. No introduction needed. We're going to go over what to expect from the Socks Lock podcast if you choose to subscribe. Um, Look, the vision for the Socks Lock podcast is pretty simple. I'm here to supply Socks Talk for the busybody. What I mean by that is baseball, it's a long sport. There's a lot. That goes into it, really, for a fan. You have, you know, start a, a, a sport that starts in in April, regular season wise, starts in April. Build up starts in February between spring training and all all that reporting between pitchers and catchers and players and all that goes into it. You get the regular season that starts in late March, early April, goes throughout summer, throughout the NBA Finals, throughout the NFL Draft, throughout the NFL off season. NFL starting again in August. There's a lot. The, uh, baseball runs in the middle of, of a lot of the, the heavy, heavy sports. And what I mean by that is the NBA and the NFL, obviously. Um, but so not a lot of people have the time or, frankly, the motivation to, to watch all 162 games of Red Sox base, baseball in this case. But lucky for you, your boy is already doing that. So I'm here to keep you up to date with the news storylines, hot takes, typical Red Sox water cooler talk, frankly. It's what what we're going to be doing here. Um, And the one thing I wanted to avoid with this podcast was getting into specific stats and specific analysis of the game. Uh, Honestly, stuff that you would say in a monotone voice and, and go over for 59 minutes or 60 minutes. And I'm not really into that. I'm, I like having humor on an episode. I like having entertainment uh, and I'm not going to keep you here very long either. Probably be 20 to 30 minute episodes. Don't take my word for it. It might be give or take uh, as the series goes on. Um, but that's what we're going to be doing here. Uh, I'm here to catch you up on what's happening in the world of the Boston Red Sox. Um, I don't know it all. I don't play baseball professionally, but I watch it and study the game a lot. So, so that's kind of what you can expect going forward with the podcast. Uh, we'll talk about the trends. We'll talk about injuries. We'll talk about... Um, hot takes that I see even on this episode where there's a couple news updates I want to talk about a couple hot takes couple storylines going moving forward with the off season before spring training starts in a couple weeks so we'll dive into that before the episode ends um, as far as scheduling goes Mondays and Fridays at 6 a.m. is when you can expect Socks Lock to be in your Apple Podcasts library or Spotify or however you listen to listen to your podcasts yeah, Mondays and Fridays, you can expect those. Um, yeah, like I said, we'll have some segments. I'm working on some segment names, and uh, we're we're not just going to stick with the Red Sox completely. We will be talking about news and the hottest stories from around the MLB. But primarily, this is a Red Sox podcast, and we will be talking about the defending World Series champion, Boston Red Sox. I'm excited for this next season. It's going to be a great season. We have a lot to look forward to with the team. And with that being said, let's move into some relevancy. Let's move into some topics that are going around in the offseason of the Red Sox. Just so we're clear, 
It's been a really slow off season. You've been keeping up to date with it. I've been keeping up to date with it. So we're not going to spend an hour talking about everything that's happening, everything that you've already known has been happening. So we're going to talk about stuff that has happened recently. Again, it's been a slow off season. Two topics that have nothing to do with the actual season. So David Price changed his number to 10, according to Pete Abraham of the Boston Globe. Like I said, and hasn't been a lot to talk about recently. Um, but no, this is actually something that was a little, a little bit intriguing. Hi, this is present day Zach. Just phoning in that this is not an intriguing topic, but just bear with him. He's still getting used to this solo podcast thing. Thanks. See you next time. Um, David Price, he started off when he got drafted by the Rays. He wore number 14, uh, first eight seasons of his career. He, but he switched it to uh, 24 when he came to Boston because 14 is retired for Jim Rice. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be a little weird seeing Price. I mean, anytime a a player changes his number to, from something that you're used to, it's always a weird sight at first. It's always something you're not used to. Um, 10, I don't really get it. I, uh, I I don't know. I mean, again, it's it's a topic that really doesn't change the way he plays. I don't know. Um, either way, I'm excited for Price this season. He, well, he, he was one of the contributing factors to Boston series against LA in the World Series. Um, put on a phenomenal performance. So I'm looking forward to what Davey has for us and his new number 10. Uh, yeah, moving forward. Um, this is a segment we're going to be calling MVP of the Week. Name is probably going to change to something catchier. Again, welcome to the syllabus episode for those of you who are just walking in. Uh, MVP of the week, Mookie Betts, because he's really good at everything. Uh, For those of you who pay attention to the the off-the-field trends of the Boston Red Sox, you would know that Mookie Betts is more than just a great baseball player, but he's a pretty great bowler. Uh, Betts and, and PBA's Tommy Jones won the 2019 Chris Paul Celebrity Invitational on this past Sunday. Actually, it was hours before the Patriots captured their sixth Super Bowl of the century. Another, just another dominant team in Title Town. But uh, Betts and Jones defeated Pete Weber and Terrell Owens, uh, who they won the title in 2017. Um, yeah, Mookie Moonbombs, man, he's he's pretty accustomed to this championship thing. This really has nothing to do with baseball, literally, because it's about a bowling tournament. But like I said, it's been a slow off season, and Mookie's just he keeps winning. So more power to you, my friend. I'm excited to see you on the field winning, winning again, because uh, if you guys have noticed, it's 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 we're, we're getting the same team pretty much this season, minus the losses of Joe Kelly, probably Craig Kimbrell. Ian Kinsler is gone. Um, a couple of players here and there. But for the most part, we have the same team as last year, which is good news. Our, I mean, our biggest issue right now is how do we distribute all the offensive firepower we got Dustin Pedroia coming back at second Brock Holt can play literally every position on the field he could probably pitch if he wanted to we don't know how to distribute power for the most part the lineup's going to change every day knowing Alex Cora um, I hope so at least I mean for example you get guys like Mitch Moreland and Steve Pierce they were switching back and forth on first base JD was switching in and out of right field and, and the DH spot there's a lot of a lot of power, a lot of uh, consistency in this lineup. 
uh, I'm excited to see how Alex Cora uh, delegates it all in between itself. So it's it's going to be, man, guys, it's going to be a fire season again. I wouldn't be surprised if we went back to back. In fact, I'm completely expecting it. I'm 100% expecting it. The Boston Red Sox are going to go back to the World Series in 2019. You know it. Brian Cashman knows it. And Major League Baseball knows it. But that's just one perspective. That's just one opinion. I'll save the biasness for more future episodes. But moving forward, segment I wanted to end with. It's called Hold My Take. I've got a couple hot takes to, to drop on you. The first one is regarding Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. Um, yeah, it's, it's February 5th. Pitchers and catchers report next week. And they have still not found a team. They have not been signed. Which, if you, if you look at the grand scheme of things, that sucks a lot. We're a couple weeks out from spring training. And these guys don't know if they're playing in Arizona or Florida for a month. They don't know where they're moving to. They don't know what team they're playing for. And it's definitely not going to be the teams they played for last season in Los Angeles and Washington. So realistically, it is a, it's a crappy situation for, for both players. Um, you've heard all the, all the statistical analysis and, and, and the predictions from others. I'm going to give you my own today before we close out. It's reported that there are at least eight teams still checking in on Harper, including the San Diego Padres, Phillies, Nationals, and White Sox. Out of all those teams, I definitely don't expect Bryce to go back to na- the Nationals, which sucks because they offered him a really large contract. It's actually the contract that he was looking at, but I, I just don't think he wants to go back to Washington, frankly. So those are the four teams that are actively pursuing him. Um, yeah, if we're looking at these four teams, San Diego makes the most sense over Philadelphia and Chicago with I believe Chicago is going to be the team that that grabs uh, Machado uh, who's also being looked at by I believe it's three or more teams um yeah the Padres are, are they're a team very similar to Cincinnati who they're on the come up right now they're making a lot of acquisitions this summer or the, this offseason and it makes the most sense if we're looking at it a team that Bryce could help skyrocket back up um, logistically speaking, it's probably going to be Philly. The Phillies are another team that's trying to get back on the come up, and it, it, there's been too there's been way too many hints for Bryce not to land in Philly. The, so, in my opinion, it's stuck between San Diego and Philadelphia. Um, my my take's going to be Philly, even though I would kind of rather see him be in San Diego, just because I want to see what they can do in the NL West. Um, it's probably going to be Philly. Um, Machado, it's it's almost I've known it for weeks and weeks. Most people expect the White Sox to land Machado. Um, I think it's what's going to end up happening. But still, you have to think that there's not going to be big mega te- mega deal notifications we're going to be getting on this. It might end up being a two to three year deal at most, maybe even a one year deal, and they can try it again next off season because there's been a lot or not a lot that's happened in this really large off season, but there's been a lot of small transactions. Just none of them have been the big contract landings we'd expect to get. 
Um, who knows why? You know, the, I'm, I'm sure we can lay into the analysis for another time when I'm more prepared specifically. But um, yeah, so this is my hold my take. It's going to be uh, Bryce is going to be in Philadelphia. Machado is going to be in uh, Chicago with the White Sox. And then to end this first episode with uh, something that I've been stewing over for most of the offseason relating to Boston is who's going to close for the Red Sox. If you guys, you know, if you, you can leave your thoughts in, well, you can, I'm on Twitter, Zach underscore underscore Ferrer. I can leave it in the, in the uh, podcast description. Um, you can find me there. You can send me what your, what your takes are on, on who's going to, who should be the closer for the Red Sox. Um, personally, I think it should be Matt Barnes. Uh, man, Matty, he, he had a, overall he had a great season you can't level it up with Craig Kimbrell so it's that argument we can just throw it out the window because Craig Kimbrell is arguably the best closer active closer in baseball right now um he didn't get the mega deal he was he was asking for six years what 100 million like that's ridiculous for a closer he's also gonna be looking probably at a one-year deal coming up he might end up in Boston again too I hope he does I really hope he does um realistically I don't think he will um, Matt Barnes is a guy we could expect to be in the closer role. Um, he had 91 or 96 strikeouts over 61 and two thirds innings last year. Really good postseason role. Like he, whenever he came up to the mound, between him and Joe Kelly, like those are the two guys I trusted the most. Again, it sucks that Kelly signed with LA, but you know, good for him. I'm uh, excited to see how he does with LA this year. Uh, he's gonna have a great season, but. The, the two things that I noticed about Matt Barnes is his fastball and his 12-6 curve. Um, that curveball is fast, man. Like, I think the average is about 85, 80, 85, 86. Uh, that's a fast curveball, really fast fastball. It's enough to bring guys to their knees, like man, guys like Manny Machado, send them to their knees to finish out ball games. That, that's a guy you can trust in the closer's role. Another guy you can look at is Ryan Brazier. He had an ERA just over one in the postseason. Um, yeah, that's another guy. He he got shaky at times, but overall I trust him to get the job done. Um, again, this just goes to show you, like it's even though there are a couple question marks on the Red Sox this going into this season, we're expecting excellence. It's this is a this is a firepower team. There's a lot packed into it. There's a lot going into it. There's a lot of charisma on the team between guys like Rafael Devers. He's he's going to have a big season. Chris Sale will contend for the Cy Young again. J.D. Martinez. I mean, what else What else can we say about that guy? Jeez, he's going to hit more moon bombs this year. Pedroia's back. This is, as I said before, it's going to be awesome to have PD back at second. Uh, Steve Pierce resigned literally minutes after we won the World Series. Nathan Eovaldi resigned shortly after. Ricky Porchlights, Erod. I mean, it's it's going to be a great, 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 great 2019 season. I'm excited. You're excited. And Boston is ready to defend the World Series title. So yeah, thanks for tuning into the debut episode of Sox Lock. Remember to do all the usual podcast stuff: subscribe, leave a review and rating, and tell your friends. Whatever. Um, next episode, we're going to be talking about the catchers and what to expect from Christian Vasquez, Sandy Leone, and Blake Swihart. 
And then as future episodes go on leading up to spring training in the regular season, we'll talk about the infield. We'll talk about the outfield, the pitchers, and pay attention to what's going on in the world of the Sox. So, deuces. (laughs) 